seriously. Yeah. I just had the best idea. Uh oh. Did you? So we have a, I guess it would be a Spanish tapas restaurant. Ooh. But it's catered towards, you know, the goth crowd, but just call it hot tapas in the hot topic font. I like it. Did you You're say in... topless? No, not topless. Ooh, topless topless <laughs> would be really good. Dude, as soon as you Goss. said topless, I was into oh, yeah. I was like topless right. tapas. Right. Got it. That, right. is, that I, sells I, I, itself. I think your idea is I think your idea is actually better. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm just like, what are you gonna pick? Hot topless. Wait. Fucking stupid. Uh I'm so fucking stupid. Okay. Incorporated in 1875, proclaimed as the city of destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the city of grit. Tacoma kept its in your face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never say die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. I am Justin. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. Today's, uh, I was going to say curse word. It's fuck. It's fuck, man. Is that going to be the uh, word for the day? Yep. All right. Sounds about right. We're, (laughs) we, uh, we podcasted yesterday, but it was last week for all you guys listening, unless you listened on our discord, which then you actually did listen yesterday. So shout out to the people who are doing that out in there. And we'll get to some shout-outs as well. You can listen to us live on our Discord channel, which you can find at GritCityPodcast.com. You can also find uh, our Patreon there, where you can find all sorts of neat things, different pictures, access to T-shirts that Jeff makes that you can't get anywhere else, and uh, all sorts of fun stuff. Just go hit up our website. Subscribe, share, like, subscribe. I don't know. Shit. I don't know how that stuff works anymore. We've been doing this for, what, four years? I should probably have figured it out by now. Yeah, just find us somewhere. Find us somewhere. You sound a little. You sound a little tired over there, man. Yeah, I'm struggling a little bit. Um, I, we didn't get home until late from uh, the party last night. So, oh uh, yeah, we yeah. hit up. Uh, happy birthday to Autumn, who is turning. She turned forty, I think, yesterday because yesterday was her party, and we hit that up. Scott and I hit that up afterwards. We got to see Brogan, and that was fun. And uh, so, yeah, shout out to Rusty and Autumn. And uh, Autumn is a listener who listens almost all the time. So uh, thank you. And uh, your present. Uh, well, I, I gave you a bottle of whiskey. So there she got a lot of bottles of whiskey. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot there, too. So we're uh, we're here on a Sunday having some fun with our good friend, Mr. Ken Carlson. Hello. How you doing, dude? I'm I'm hanging in there. How are you? Doing all right. Doing cool. all right. I'm glad uh, we can get you back up here. Yeah, it's, I'm happy it, to be here. It's been a while. I think maybe maybe the last time Scott got super drunk and got yelly. I don't know. No, no. I'm sure I've been drunk in between those times. Well, yeah, you've been drunk in between, but <laughs> also when so. Ken was here. <laughs> oh, you were, well, yeah, probably. You were kind of drunk and yelly last night. Oh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> No, Wait. last time we hung out with Ken was a uh, uh, comic, uh, was the Crypticon. convention. Yeah, Crypticon. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's when we uh, stayed up super late and uh, talked movies. Uh, right. And uh, you and Brogan became best friends forever. That's right. That happened. And uh, and your, uh, your buddy, 
whom I can't remember his name right now, so oh, shout shit. outs and forget. Uh, James. Yeah, yeah. Did we not hang out since then? I don't think we have. I think it's been since Holy like shit. May. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's been a, it's been an interesting summer. I've called I've dubbed it the bummer summer. Oh. So oh. I don't know if you guys have been having a good time, but uh, I certainly have not been. So. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah, I got a hole in my foot amongst other things, so uh, I get to have. Uh, yeah, I get to have that looked at, and it w- I won't get too gross into it. I've talked about it a little bit, but just as a tip, everyone out there, this is good life <laughs> advice: don't walk on treadmills in socks. Make sure and just wear shoes. Because you might get blisters, and then those blisters might get infected, and then you might get what they call an ulcer on your foot. So uh, don't look that up. It's really disgusting. Or do. Or do if you want to. I mean, I I ain't your your mother or anything like that. But yeah, so the last time we actually hung out and BSed, it was at Crypticon. That was... uh, uh, How how did that convention go for you there? That was a lot of fun. Crypticon was a blast. I always have a good time at Crypticon. Um, I think it's my favorite con um, out of all of them. And and I, I try to do as many as I can. Uh, Crypticon's the best, man. The Just... horror, the horror fans are pretty amazing. Yeah, like and so usually so nice. And I, I just remember uh, going to see Fiona Dorif. Yeah. Um, who's uh, very well known for the uh, uh, Chucky movies or the last couple of Chucky movies and then also the Chucky series because she's the daughter of Brad Dorif, who does the voice of Chucky. Uh, and he was on uh, uh, Deadwood and a couple other things. And she was on a show called uh, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency oh. and on like BBC and stuff like yeah. that. And I loved her on that um, as Bart. And uh, I really wanted just to go and get a picture with her. And I managed to do that. So, like, I don't do that a lot, but just being able to do that, I guess that is. We were just talking about, I was like, oh, when was the last time you did this? Like, oh, I don't do that anymore. It's like, oh, yeah, I just totally did that, yeah. like, six yeah. months ago. Yep. But, yeah, so there's a, it's got to have some sort of connection, but it was that. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, Elvira was there, and... Uh, did the, her line was always super long, so I, I didn't... didn't I, I was at my booth, so I didn't have a chance to really uh, go go line up, and I, and I would have loved to, because I had drawn a, uh, a picture of her uh, yeah. before the con. Um, oh, right. And I would have loved to have taken it and had her sign it, but I was, you know, at the booth the whole time. But someone bought it from me, and the person who bought it from me took it and had her sign it. That's and sent nice. me a picture of it signed by her and me, which was super cool. That is super nice. cool, man. That is amazing. Uh, I love that fact. And uh, Billy just showed up, so we might have to. What? Uh, yeah. He's here now? Yeah. Is he early? Uh, yeah. God damn it. What? Yeah. That's fine. We'll uh, we'll get him in here probably as well. So we'll probably uh, take a pause and get. Oh, oh, geez, I'm just. I just tried to send him a text and that did not work out at well <laughs> at all. Anyway, Billy just saw uh, Justin's penis. Again, again, yeah. Crypticon was fun. Gonna do it again. You guys gonna go next year? Yeah, that was uh, my absolutely. first con. Or my first Crypticon. Yeah. Ever. Oh, nice. First time. So yeah. Crypticon's the best. Yeah, I would definitely go again. I didn't realize that was the first time you went. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's gonna be. I, I feel it will be kind of the if they keep doing it again at the uh, 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 at the is the double tree. Yeah. If they do that again, there we'll probably get a room again. Uh, I feel, I feel maybe Why are you looking at me. Are you coming on to me. What's up? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get a room. <laughs> we'll get the podcast room again. I just, I don't know necessarily if we want to get, uh, something so far away in the quote unquote party wing. No, that used to be the party wing. Time. I actually dug, uh, the distance. 
Yeah? Yeah. I, I, I got it was my cool. steps in. I like walking. Like, there was um, a lot of, yeah. But man, like Bro- the- Brogan brought a beer that I have been looking for ever since, and I haven't been able to find it again. Oh, no. Do you remember anything about it? Yeah, it was called Structures, uh, is the brewing company out of Bellingham, Teal Fuzz. Oh. And I loved it. Maybe and it was a limited release. I think it wi- was. It, it was the one he had on the cake. I think it was a limited release. It mi- okay, then yeah. Brogan gets all those special beers, right? Because of Cosmic Bottles, right? Right, right. So he'll get all kinds of special one-offs, dude. Yeah, no, it was fantastic. I've been looking for it ever since. I haven't been able to find it again. Mm. Well, well you can always go to CosmicBottles.com or go out to Covington and uh, check it out. And uh, Sam, you're wearing his hat. Yeah, I know. I, I did not go to Covington, to uh, Cosmic Bottles, <laughs> to look for the beer that the, the guy from Cosmic Bottles gave me that I loved. <laughs> well, but that's because I, mean, I live in Tumwater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't get to Covington little, very often. You're down a little little south, and that's a bit of a drive when it comes down to that. But yeah, you can always uh, harass them. We'll get them back here and uh, bug them, and, or maybe we'll see what kind of weird stuff they he has he has all sorts of weird entertaining beers so you will just tell him you like that beer and he'll get he'll pick some up for you he, he, i mean brogan's yeah. my best friend now you he guys, knows uh, that i guys, like that beer guys, I'm actually kind of, bonded i think it speaks uh poorly of him as a best friend and oh. he hasn't he hasn't uh, furnished me with this beer again since crypticon <laughs> and then all but it's also speaking of like different conventions you're talking about going to a lot of them you also hit up uh uh summer con washington state yeah, washington summer con, state summer con and that is uh not as far as like a Seattle or anything, because that's out in Puyallup. Yeah. So you were able to go and check that out. And that's at, because that's at the fairgrounds. It is at the Washington State Fairgrounds there in Puyallup. And, how how uh, was that for you? I love that show so much. It's It was only my second year going, but it's it's our, it's quickly becoming, I think, one of the bigger cons uh, in Western Washington. Mm. And um, like Emperor Palpatine was there, Grand Moff Tarkin, William Shatner was there, Kevin Eastman, Greg Capullo. Tons of, of, of just fantastic celebrity guests, and they bring all of these people in. So, I, I, you know, generally, if I can make back my booth costs, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Washington State Summer Con this year, this past summer, was my best con to date. Wow, uh, nice. In terms of sales, it was I just crushed it. It was, it was wonderful. And so I'm looking forward to doing it again. And then we've got a con coming up here. Uh, yeah. October 22nd. October 22nd, Saturday. Yep, Grit City Comic Show down at the Greater Tacoma Convention Center. I'm really stoked for this because we are sharing a booth uh, right next to the bathrooms. I mean, that's not necessarily the selling point, but it's. Uh, I, I've been thinking about the stuff that. I mean, I feel like we should have some sort of interaction with the uh, with the bathroom as people walk out of it. I loved your idea, Scott, of photographing people as they come out and then selling them the photograph like Magic Mountain. Style. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, we got a picture of you coming off the ride. I feel like we have to surprise them as they come out, yeah. though. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they're well, standing right in well, front of the bathroom. Well, that's the thing. Look, look, so to surprise. The other thing I was thinking of is like whenever a dude like whenever a dude comes out of the men's room, the men's restroom, we all just start clapping. So if we all start clapping and then you snap a Polaroid of that and then sell it to them for like five bucks, I think uh, because they're not gonna like he's like, hey, you could either take this Polaroid or 
we can post it on Grit City Podcast. <laughs> so it's like either we take them or, you know, they end up... Uh, Give us five uh, bucks for this Polaroid or we share it on the internet. And this is how the Grit City Podcast gets banned from all conventions <laughs> right. and collateral well, we could damage. do something more positive, though. I've heard about people... Like, we could have positive signs. We're talking about whiteboards and stuff like that where yeah. we could just hold stuff up and say, you're awesome and great costume. Well done. Yeah. yeah well done yeah. instead of... We hey, could do that. We could do that. <laughs> I think I think we'd get a little more traction with that. I agree. I'm stoked because Ken, you are like seriously a convention professional at this point, so oh, yeah. it'll be a lot of fun on that. I mean, you're the one that we're gonna we've I've deferred many questions um, already about. Okay, um, but also just the fact that uh, we're going to be at the booth hanging out. You're gonna have your art there. You've got some really cool things that uh, I know I've already seen, uh, like. I, I, are you going to have some of your Inktober stuff out there? Or, like, what's your plans with all of that? Yeah, absolutely. I'll have original art uh, and stuff from Inktober that I'm working on from years past and from this year as well, of course. Plus, I'll have comic books um, and all kinds of other stuff for sale as well. And I, uh, hmm, brain fart, total. Well, I know total. you have your coasters as well. Yes, I yeah. have swag like coasters and birthday oh, we're looking at them. birthday yeah. cards that's <laughs> right so yeah what, you've got two sets of coasters you've got one with your character from your comic book uh is danielle yes uh, from hellbound slant six, six. Yeah. and then the other one is skeletor yes and then you talk about the birthday card it's like the best birthday card ever because it is the skeletor birthday card so I, I, I started this uh, this thing a few years back where I started drawing a picture of Skeletor like annually, and uh, I was <laughs> I was realizing the other day that uh, uh, one of my most popular things to sell at cons is a poster of Skeletor, and it says your feelings are not an emergency, <laughs> and um, <laughs> and I was looking at I was like wow I drew that in uh, like January of 2021, so here we are halfway through 22, and I haven't drawn Skeletor yet, so I was like I need to I need to draw a new Skeletor, and I did, and I was like what what would go well with this drawing of Skeletor and it just it came to me out of nowhere so I like I can't claim credit because inspiration you know sometimes when it strikes who knows it's the muse happy birthday fuckface and I was like this needs to be a a birthday card so I went to my my vendor that does my prints and I ordered up I think probably 40 or so uh, or maybe it was only 20 I don't remember it was a small number because I wanted to see how it would do yeah uh, of these birthday cards that have Skeletor on them and they say happy birthday fuckface Um, That's amazing. Yeah. And some of, some of, <laughs> few, just a few of the things you yeah, can get it. if you come to those. And I'm stoked, too, because we've got amazing new T-shirts. Uh, I think Jeff is posting the uh, the pictures of a lot of our swag uh, on our Discord page, so you can check that out. In the um, patrons. I did that. I haven't oh, posted on there you yet. go. The patrons get a special preview yeah, of that. I haven't so posted that. You can that follow us on uh, our Patreon and uh, also subscribe to us on that, and you know, get, get a good look at some of those things as well. We got our stickers, um, and just like what uh, when Ken had... He's got his ones that uh, maybe for a little more of adult because they say fuck face on it. We do have a sticker that says fuck you, Clyde. Fuck you, yeah. Clyde. I think I might have to keep the happy birthday fuck face one kind of hidden ish. And if someone is like, hey, we'll do see you have worse, where do you keep the good stuff? And I'd be like, hold on. I have I have some things for you, my friend. Step into my uh, booth here. Um, but also, I'm running a Kickstarter campaign yeah. right now, currently. 
even while we're recording this and probably when it goes uh goes out there yeah. mm-hmm. um until like november 4th for the fourth issue of my comic book hellbound slant six which i'm hoping to get uh additional supporters for that at the grit city comic show um we're just over halfway through the funding goal right now and uh i did just i did just back it thank you sir um and i'm very excited for that too because uh i have backed it for the first three issues i've got those and i was excited for this one too because i got the fourth uh, the fourth with the the deluxe issue. Um, yes. I also got the the prequel issue that you put together. Oh yeah, Devil's the, Daughter. The Devil's Daughter. Yeah, Devil's Daughter. I was able to get that on there as well. And then also, I'm getting the Inktober sketchbook. Oh nice. Super yeah. Cool. So I got the three of those because I'm like these are all really cool things that I haven't gotten yet right. because I wanted to make sure and a be able to support you, but then also get a lot of the cool stuff that I had because I've got the other editions of uh, the comic and you know super stoked about that. But right. it's just like I want all of these. And now I thought this was going to be four issues, but it looks like you've pushed it to five now yeah it was supposed to be four issues i've been saying for years that it was going to be four issues and then when it came time so i had written and conceptualized thumbnail sketched out the first three issues years ago okay never finished writing the fourth oh, at all George R. Martin until until just recently and i was like all right i finished the third issue and i was like i guess i better write the fourth issue now so my first draft of the fourth issue was like 60 pages that's big. which if you know that's like three comic books yeah so, yeah yeah um so I was making my way through it. I, I was like, that's too many pages. The, it'll have binding issues when it comes to print the comic book. So I was like, I need to cut it down. So I cut it down 10 pages to 50 pages. And then I got about halfway through it. And I'm like, I it's going to take me another, you know, three to four months to finish this. Uh, I should, there's a natural break point in the story. I was like, I, I should was just, about to say, I'm like, I should it just does. call this issue four. And then take my time and finish up issue five. So it's going to be a five issue series instead of a four issue series. Tight. Uh, I got a coaster question. Nice. Yeah. Uh, From Alice says, for Ken, are you showing any new work or projects at the Grit City Comic Show? I will have a bunch of new stuff at the Grit City Comic Show. For example... Inktober 2022. Yeah. I have already completed eight uh, new original ink drawings. Uh, yesterday's was fucking badass. It's this Wolverine picture. He's lighting So yesterday's cigar. was the Wolverine yeah, one? Yeah, I saw you post that. And a uh, uh, match was the prompt. So, like, he's holding a match and lighting a cigar. Oh, oh nice. Cool. And, okay. Uh, yeah, the one I started today is uh, Nest is the prompt. So I have this picture of uh, Geralt of Rivia uh, staring down a nest of ghoulies. Nice. Um, and then, yeah, yeah. So I will, by the time the 22nd rolls around, I will have, you know, uh, quite a few more original pieces. Plus Ken's October Ink, which you mentioned, yeah. is the uh, collection of my Inktober drawings from 2021. And I kind of put that together and I'm unveiling it to see if, is this a viable thing to mm-hmm. sell as an art book? And if it is, I'll make more. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's really cool too because it's. Uh, I like the 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 thoughts of stuff like Inktober or NaNoWriMo, like yeah. those different type of things where it's like a collective grouping of trying to put out creativity and again getting whatever prompts you have with it like each day having that so it's just getting your it's kind of just getting like the practice in a lot of the times absolutely yeah that's and that's one of the things i think that i that i love participating in uh, you know the the october ink drawing challenges whatever the name of them is cuz there's like dozens mm-hmm. of them um but i like participating in it because it is 
I, I feel like it's kind of a hack to leveling up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like amazing when you force yourself to draw every day, you get yeah. better at it. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> it, it's... The discipline to do it every day. I, I love seeing the difference between like my day one, day two drawings and my day 30 drawings. Dude, we had um, we had an, another um, author on a long time ago um, from Norwest Con. I'm, I'm dying to think of his name, but he did like a Spider-Man movie poster. He did a, a few things. And um, a couple of things he did is he did uh, one drawing every day for a year. Oh, my goodness. Which I that was really year? cool. Yeah. <clears throat> and then um I I believe I don't know if this it, this could have been the same thing. I'll have to go back and look, but I believe he did um if if it if it wasn't one drawing a day, well, he did do that. Um but then he also did a thing called small gods where he was putting them out. Um and so he was making like these um basically that's I I I'm not sure if that's what the one drawing every day was. Right. You, you see what right. I'm saying? Um but he did both things at some point, which I thought was really cool. Nice. He said the same thing. It's having that discipline, though, like sure. you were like right. talking about, and it's just sitting down and like even just doing anything in a habit, and then trying to refine it and looking back at it, and you know, uh, constructively criticizing your own work as you're right. going around and like, oh, I didn't do that very well. I should work on that, or even just being like, that's really nice. I want to keep being able to do that. Yeah, thing. absolutely. It's like a, a lot of experimentation with different techniques, especially when when inking. And it's like, oh, okay, I like that. I like the way that looks. I like the way that kind of feels texturally. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and do more of that. And then I I, I sometimes I think get into like tunnels yeah where like a certain technique like captivates me for a moment so i'll like like you know go down that lane and like neglect other techniques for a while so the great thing about the inktober uh, type situation is it's 31 days of experimentation Mm -hmm. and uh and fun and and i mean that's also good because you definitely have a certain technique when you're doing hellbound slant six yeah and it's very it's very the the death metal vibe <laughs> like like mad max demon hot rod vibe and it reminds me a lot of uh a, a lot of that sort of like that sort of thing like you get uh even just like it's it's very crisp and clear but also at that same aspect it looks like a lot of things you would see on like a metal t-shirt right like so yeah, you're going sweet. in with <laughs> that and as you're rolling with it and going with that story and it's that same vibe and you're going along with that it's kind of nice to be able to go outside of that when you're doing a little bit of the other work as well yeah absolutely and hellbound slant six at this point is is pretty much all digital um oh wow whereas with these inktober things i'm i'm doing these on on actual paper um and and part of that is because I want to be able to take them and display them and possibly sell them. Yeah. Um, but it's a different medium. And that's one of the things I find when I've been working on Hellbound Slant 6 for months. And I'm like, okay, it's October. It's time to stop and put down the iPad and, and draw an actual thing on a piece of paper and use an actual pen <laughs> when I cannot hit control Z. I mean, oh, I guess gosh, I, yeah. I can't hit that on, on an iPad anyways, but there's no undo undo like i can't go backwards which i do all the time when i'm working digitally i'm like nothing is permanent digitally everything is permanent with ink and it's you've got to uh kind of either go with the punches or do what i did i remember when just like drawing or something sketchy like that fucking i hate this and throw it away right you're like but you've just worked on this for however long like sometimes you just need to kind of figure it out that's it. Going I, won't, I won't throw anything away. I will, I will salvage it somehow. And like, if, if that 
means I cover that entire fuck up in black ink, <laughs> then that's what happens, you know? But like, I have to figure out a way to, to fix this mistake or to cover it up or to conceal it or whatever. Oh, yeah. See, I and just throw all my it's shit a creative away. It's a, that in <laughs> itself is a creative exercise. Artist. It's yeah. like, how do, I, how do I solve this problem yeah. that I made for myself? Yep. I have no patience for that shit. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I suck. And I just throw it away. Right. I've so, never drawn anything ever. So is she... <laughs> <laughs> I hate it all. I do. I, I'm terribly untalented when it Aww. comes to stuff like that. It's cool, though. All I right. was super happy with that Wolverine one uh, from, from yesterday because I sat down to draw it and I had the concept in my head. And so I went to Google, did a quick image search of Wolverine lighting a cigar. Uh, none of the pictures were remotely the picture I had in my head. Uh, so then I just Googled like man lighting a cigar and still wasn't coming up with what I wanted because I had this idea in my head. Um, so I think for the hands, I ended up taking pictures of my own hands and then setting them uh, on the iPad next to where I was drawing on my desk so that I could reference them. And I was going back oh, and forth between the hand holding the match <laughs> and the hand holding the cigar cool. just to like just to get it right. And then. It came out, and I was like, I'm delighted with how it came out. I'm hands like, I are, love this. Hands are so fucking hard Dude. to draw. Like, just, <laughs> like, looking at them, I'm like, I'm like, I see what this is right here, and it's not coming out any way sort of like what a hand is supposed to be. It ended up looking like weird Mickey Mouse bloated hands. Hands are fucking, yeah, absolutely. Weird, you're, you're, right? you're, uh, hands are very difficult to draw. Sometimes I read comic books that are published by major publishers, and I look at the hands, and I'm like... I see hands all the time that I'm like, I wouldn't let myself get away with that. Like, I would not. Like, that hand would not have passed for me. They're just all Barbie doll hands with well, just keep, sticking up. And they, I would love to be able to, like, just casually draw stick fingers uh, and be okay with it. Like, I imagine, though, at a certain point on, on large comic books like that, there is just the uh, idea where they're just like, hey, just... You ship it. They got deadlines. <laughs> yeah, they, they got yeah. deadlines, man. Yeah, yeah. That's like people talk shit about certain comic book artists that do like a lot of tracing. There's, I don't want to name any names, but there's a famous comic book artist who it is known traces pornographic actresses uh, in his in his panels. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's like motherfuckers got deadlines, man. You yeah. can't be judging him. Like you don't know what it's like to have to make a page a day. Oh, right. I remember having to do when I went to the art institute uh, a scripting and storyboard class, and uh -huh. I had to do the drawings for the storyboards. And at the end, it was like circle face, circle <laughs> face. Here's the shot, circle face, circle face. And I'm just like, I can't do this, guys. Dude, this that's sucks. how that's how I storyboard. People are like, oh, you're such a good artist. When you do storyboards for your movies, they must be really detailed. And I'm like, nah, man. <laughs> like rudiment rudiment rudimentary that's the word i was looking for <laughs> just to get convey the idea right like right and you uh you just mentioned it but you are i would like to say a modern day renaissance man you've done many different things you've Agreed. done a web series Thanks, man. dead drift which is fantastic um penny palabras uh you did the pilot for Rus. You did the pilot for the Roscoe the Junkyard Cat, right? Yeah, just the pilot. Yeah. Uh, and then also, we recently saw at Crypticon Enter the Mind Dungeon. That's right, Enter the Mind Dungeon. Which, which I thought was fantastic. I was going to say love, the exact I love that same one thing. so Thank much. You. Same. That was uh, Gen Con 2021's best gamer film. What? Look at you! Which is, which is pretty dope. Is there yeah. anywhere anybody can watch that? Because I've been, I've I been telling... I think it's live on YouTube right now. Is just, it? Yeah, just go to my YouTube page. Okay. YouTube.com slash Kenzo F. 
FKC. FKC. Uh, it should be on there. It and it's, it's the one that um, you showed. At, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna show that to some friends. It's funny because I tell them about it, but I I'm bad at talking. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being on a podcast, I know, guy. right? And so like I explain it like half ass. I'm all no, it's funny. And then there's other people and they play Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> and they're just like, what? So yeah. The thing, and we talked about it, but I think we talked about it because we saw the movie and then had you on the podcast, I believe. Right. Um, but it was just like recognizing one of the actors, Amelia Sampson, yes. from TikTok. Oh, right. And I was just like, wait, I, how do I know? Oh, holy shit. And it was just like, it's fun just to see the people that like work in like these weird different circles. And it's like, I have no like relation to her in any circle other than I see her on TikTok right. every once in a while. Yeah, but she's was, like famous now. Yeah. And it was just like, hey, I saw you on this thing. And I was like, I wonder how much she remembers of like any of that, like right. bu- bugging her or something like that. It's like, do you remember when you played a, <laughs> a, a manic druid? <laughs> <laughs> right. She loved Calliope. You know, uh, she was the one actually that I hit up about playing Danielle at the con. And, uh, oh, funny. And she okay. didn't respond to me. It's cool. No big deal. Well, Amelia. She's big now. Yeah. yeah she's I guess you're famous star. and <laughs> don't don't need to reply to Ken anymore <laughs> in his emails. But... Ken who? <laughs> Carlson, <laughs> Ken who, yeah. sir. Right. Right. She's like, I'm sorry. I'm a TikTok star now. I don't, I don't respond to plebes. <laughs> and also, you, you had, you, you I'm had, just kidding, Amelia. I love you. You had Bro Dog on there Hell as yeah. a doctor. That was good. <laughs> Bro Dog's dope. Bro Dog. I don't know much about Bro Dog. He was yeah. uh, uh, Roscoe. Roscoe. Have you, have, oh, did fuck, I put Roscoe right. out there? Bro Dog was the yeah. stoner uh, dog. Yeah. Okay, okay. And it's like it didn't click. I was like, oh, wait, shit. Yeah. So it's like people that you run with a bunch of different things and have done some different stuff with. I do. I mean, like, there, you develop, I think, a familiarity when you work with someone where communication becomes wordless and effortless. Mm-hmm. And I like working with people like that. When, like, we, we grok each other to the point where, you know, we know what each what the other wants and what the other needs. That, um, that's awesome. Right. Like that's kind of cool. Like, and I mean, just like all the different things that you've done, you've been able to work with a lot of people and being able, I guess, seeing those people, where you're like, all right, you know how this works. I don't have to explain this sort of thing with you, right? And uh, I know we talked about it the last time we had you on, just being a director and having to having to sometimes you know like you know get stuff going or at least right. having having your. Uh, uh, the the one person to be the badass. Yes. I think for you it was Sabrina. Yes, uh, at that point, uh, and that's I, your uh, assistant director. Yeah, um, the director is the brains. The assistant director is the asshole. Um, <laughs> it's the the sous like chef. The the exactly. Yeah, the, the assistant director is mean so that I don't have to be and I can maintain friendly relationships. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I love working with the same actors and I love uh, like I, I think I said last time I like to take a minimalist approach to directing and just let the actor do what they're going to do. And I think that the choices I make in actors makes it so that I can get away with that. And then I think James was there with us and he was like, yeah. no, you, you were very like specific on certain things. And I was like, oh, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> and I was like, he's like, no, you told me to go this way with it. And that's what was the take that we, that we used. And it was hilarious. And everybody laughed and I was like, Oh, cool. I guess I'm a genius. Like, um, and very see, stable see, also. Yeah. Uh, see if you do it subconsciously, uh, like stable. you don't even remember. It's just, it's all that practice you put in, man. And, and there's certain like, like, so, uh, Alyssa Kay, who was, uh, the hologram from dead drift. Yes. She's, she's very much sort of, you know, that was this really super absurd over the top comedy where, uh, the character that Maddie and I played are both just idiots and she's the straight man. <laughs> yeah. So everything is bouncing off of her kind of. And then I was like, I could see there that I was like, she's got a lot of range. She's got a lot of depth. So I wanted to see her as a villain. 
Mm-hmm. So I cast her as the Tiger Devil in Penny Palabras. Nice. And her performance as the Tiger Devil in Penny Palabras is like one of my favorite things. Yeah, like that. I love that because just uh, especially like right now because we're we're in spooky season yeah uh and so it's just one of those that has just a really good creepy vibe across the whole thing Mm -hmm. and i thought that was so much fun too just the ambiance and like the shots that you had with that and just i even like the way you did lighting with that with that movie was super cool and can people see that anymore i know that you had posted oh maybe somewhat like that you know more dvds but people can still see it online right yeah, I ran out of DVDs, but you can watch Penny Palabras on the Fantasy Network. Um, oh! And the Fantasy Network is a streaming platform that is run by uh, a few uh, sort of collaborative efforts of, of filmmaking groups. Um, the Dead Gentlemen are local. Oh, yeah. And um, Zoe, Zombie Orpheus Entertainment, mm-hmm. are two of the main uh, contributors to, to creating that platform. So if you go to the Fantasy Network... You can watch Penny Palabras there. That's awesome. I really, I suggest people to go check it out. Yeah. Because especially like during this time, like. Yeah, thank you. No, like, it's. That... It, it's good. Like, it's good. Dude, um, Dead Drift is one of my all time favorite shows. Thanks, man. I, I, I still that. send people. To, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, you have to watch this. I think, I think it's fantastic. And then when you find out like it was just done basically, I mean, little studios in your garages right. and stuff, right? I, yeah. It blows me away. And it was before it's time. A hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's. I, I don't know what to, what to say. Cause it makes it sound bad. It makes it sound, man. If you just waited like two more fucking years, you'd have been fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Timing is huge. It. Like yeah. if you go back, if you go back and look at like the first season of Trailer Park Boys, you're like, yeah, okay, whatever. You know, been there, done that. We've seen this. But then you look at when that came out. It yeah. was fucking way ahead of its time. Right, the Trailer right. Park Boys were like 10 years early. Yeah. Well, right. Or it's even something yeah. like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like, yeah. I remember watching that at the beginning, and I haven't watched that maybe since like season eight or nine, and there are like 20 seasons or something yeah. ridiculous yeah, now. It's been going on for that long. Like, I remember, <laughs> absurd. I remember buying dick towels. Yeah. Like, I remember <laughs> that when genius, they did those. Dude. Like, and those towels are good. <laughs> like, they're funnier than shit. They just like, seriously, like, they did a whole thing where they're like, yeah, they're towels that have like, like dicks on the outside so it like <laughs> like a big giant one so it looks like you got a big old thing yep. and then like you wrap it around you and it's got a butt on the back like it, it's perfect yeah i bought like four of them immediately <laughs> gave them to people because they really actually put them on sale oh. and i'm like this is so fucking funny yep. and i do that stupid shit all the time i'll just be like that's funny i'll buy it and i'll right. support it like it's just i don't know like the genius of like art well, and as soon as Danny DeVito got involved in that, you you know what I mean? I mean you're like, yeah. he, he's hilarious, right? No, so, he's, dude, he's wonderful. And he must be just naturally funny that way, too. Like, you just, well, to be able to, to do a show like, like Taxi, that. Yeah. Like, right. he's been doing it for so long. That's a good point. Like, yeah. he, and, like, and I've gone back in recently, I guess maybe the last two years or so, and pandemic bullshit, you know? Right, like, right. I've gone back and watched Taxi episodes, and nice. I'm like, these are still really, really good. Yeah. Like, I the mean. The writing, the performances, yeah. it's a good show, man. It's not as timeless as Golden Girls, <laughs> but it's still very, Fucking very solid. And it's a good look at like, you know, uh. like late 70s, like New York. So, I mean, through caricatures, but it's still, it, it, I love it a lot. Like, I don't know. We were even like last talking um, about nostalgia. Right. Because, well, the Mariners kind of caused mm-hmm. that. Like, what were you doing back in 2001 sort of thing? But nostalgia is just a big, big thing right now. I think nostalgia is always kind of a thing, right? I think we're in a particularly ripe and prime age group uh, <laughs> to be marketed at with nostalgia. We're all in our kind of mid-40s. Nostalgia right? harvesting, yeah. 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 Um, 
So like, hey, let's take all the cartoons and and pop culture entertainment from the eighties that these these uh, kids grew up on and and sell it right back at them now that they're in their forties. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, or even just the adjacentness of it, sure. right. like uh, with something like Stranger Things. Oh yeah. Or like Paper Girls. I don't know if you saw that one. That one's that one. super solid. It's basically time traveling, um, like it, like twelve year old girls. That sounds cool. Yeah, and it, but it's it's got it's got a very it's like in the <laughs> set in the eighties, and it's uh, based off of a comic book nice. or a graphic novel, and but it's got a lot of the Stranger Things vibe. So they did one season, and then Amazon Prime canceled it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But at least it like it had a good like a good season yeah um and then there was a lead-in for what possibly could be but at the same point like i'm like all right cool if i want more i'll go and read the comic so but yeah that was uh what was it paper girls paper girls yeah and that's on amazon prime i was saying that earlier i have a problem watching television shows with or like adolescent characters are the main. Oh right, right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm just too old. I feel like gra- <laughs> I feel like Grandpa Simpson a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, goddamn yells kids. at clouds. Yeah. 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 you do yell at a lot of clouds. Yeah, man. Well, I don't know. Well, that's what I watch at Tubi all day, and I like I watch like 15 minutes into the movie at most now, and I just go to the next one because yeah, it's like I hate three fourths of the characters. Yeah. Don't care. If you're <laughs> and, well, and Ken and I were just talking about speaking of the nostalgia, like Cobra uh, Kai. Cobra Kai. Like he's almost done with the fifth season. Yeah. My uh, my wife yeah, Scott, and I. You wouldn't like Cobra Kai. It's I got, loved it's it. It's got kids in it. Uh. <laughs> yeah, but they're kids karate fighting each well, other. It had, it had the old dudes too. It's true, right? That's, yeah, See, so I you was, can relate to the old. Yeah, people. I was more vested in the old dude fights than You're I like, was. Man, kid Johnny fights. Johnny has a raw deal. He knows what's yeah. going on. Yep. Yeah. Dude, hey, you guys don't think about it, but every time those kids you see them making out on TV, that's child pornography. Interesting. All right, you Interesting perspective. Shut up. God, don't watch Euphoria then. Jesus I won't. Christ. Well, you don't have to tell me twice. Fuck. I don't need that shit in my life. Well, and it's just like... Dude, but I've been loving the shit out of Beavis and Butthead. Uh, oh, right. I heard that it's really Is good. Is it yeah. back? Oh. So yes. like, I watched yeah. Beavis and Butthead do the universe. As well. And I thought new, that was fantastic. There's a new series. I think there's 11 episodes. I think the 11 yes. ep- 11th episode just came out. Oh, shit, <laughs> yes. I didn't even realize. An interview. It's wonderful. With uh, Judd, Mike Judd, yeah. and uh, Howie Mandel. And it's a very good look into uh, Mike Judd, like who he really is. Hmm. And I saw a clip from that where he was yeah. talking about uh, where the origin of Hank Hill came from. <laughs> and he was talking about, yeah, it was just like I was trying to fix my fence, and the guy next door was just in there holding a beer, just looking disapproving. <laughs> and then he's just he goes into the Hank Hill voice, uh-huh. well, you're doing it wrong, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god! And just like, also, I love voice work. Yes. Like, and so one of the funny things, and we're all over the place, but I don't give a shit anymore. Um, but like at like conventions and shit is when they'll do a script reading, and it was like the Futurama cast right. doing like Star Wars, like just seeing them like doing something out of place, but just seeing him do uh, like the Hank Hill voice, just him right there, and it was like, ah, I love that. Yeah, that's I love awesome. All that stuff. I, I want to talk about the Kickstarter again. Yeah. Uh, Hellbound Slant 6, you can find it. We posted links on our page. But Sweet. if you go to Kenzo FKC, uh, everywhere, basically. Like yeah, KenzoFKC.com. Kenzo, yes. Uh, or, you know, Twitter, KenzoFKC, Instagram, KenzoFKC, Facebook, etc. Like we said, it is the fourth... Uh, issue fourth issue of five but if you are late to the game luckily you can get all of the issues as well like <gasps> yeah yeah 
yeah, like that. You just, I love it because you're like, I'm going to go, I'm going to back what? you on Kickstarter. And they're like, well, do you want this and this and this and this and this and this and this? And I'm like, yes, to all of these other mm-hmm. things. And okay. so if you, if you feel like you're getting in late on the game, you're not because you can still get those issues. And are you going to have any of those issues at the uh, Grit City Comic Show? I will. I will nice. have, I will have issues, uh, copies of issue one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. I won't have copies of issue four because it's not done yet. Yep. Or the, uh, sorry, the crowdfunding campaign is not done yet. The comic's done. just hasn't been printed. Um, I was struggling and trying to get it done before this con, but I was just like, it's not going to happen. So it didn't <laughs> happen. So no big deal. Uh, but yeah, I'll have copies of the first three issues there with me. Um, and the tier, the reward tier on the Kickstarter campaign for, like you said, you wanted them all. It's called mm-hmm. you, you Want It All. Um, I, I believe is, um, I was, I always think a tonic, but that's cause I'm old, <laughs> um, or that's, you wanted more, isn't it? But maybe that's a reward tier on there as well. Anyways, you can get all the old issues. <laughs> if you haven't read any of them or seen them, you can get all of them. Um, and the quick sales pitch of people don't know. I mean, we've had you on multiple times talking about it, but maybe they haven't heard about it, but what is Hellbound Slant 6? Hellbound Slant 6 is a heavy metal hot rod horror comic about a young woman who uh, is a roadie for a touring heavy metal festival, and she gets a phone call from her mom. Her mom is dying. She leaves the tour to go be with her mom at the end as as she's driving her Panther Pink 1971 Dodge Demon across the desert. She starts getting these weird kind of hallucinations and she gets creeped out. So she pulls into a motel to stay at this motel and shit just keeps getting weirder and worse until finally the hotel, the motel clerk, uh, transformed into this kind of sloth demon and tries to kill her. Ah. Uh, she luckily is able to get a shotgun out of her trunk and, uh, destroy this demon with her shotgun. And then, uh, Alistair Crowler Crowley shows up and says, Hey, uh, what's up? Welcome to hell. And then, uh, <laughs> from there on, that's kind of a, a summation of the first issue. Uh, from there on, she basically is embroiled in, you know, barroom shootouts with legions of demons, uh, getting into making deals with the devil because she just wants to get home to be with her mom before the end. But the forces of hell are conspiring to keep her there. Uh, there is a, another fallen angel that has usurped the throne of hell from Satan and Satan wants Danielle's help to take over, you know, retake hell. And, and basically he's like, if you help me retake hell, you can go home. And, uh, I love it. I love it. I love it, too, because uh, in some of the issues you have um, some like you're talking about the barroom fights with legions of uh, devils and demons and all that shit. But also the fun uh, like the cameos, I guess. Like (laughs) It's kind of weird to be like, you know, like say cameos. But yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, these people are hanging out and they have some fun banter. It's like it seems like you had a lot of fun about who would end up in hell. Like it's (laughs) kind of like that sort of like it's like the brainstorming session. I want this person to be in hell and they're going to be in my comic book. Right. And, And so when I first conceived it years ago, I had this conception of John Wayne and Hitler playing pool um, and like fighting each other over it. And uh, I had some there was some pushback from a coworker. He's like, he's like, dude, what? John Wayne? He's like, John Wayne doesn't go to hell. I'm no, like, are I'm you fucking sure, kidding me? Sure John, John Wayne absolutely goes to hell. <laughs> Jeff. Jeff doesn't like John Wayne. No. John, John Wayne goes to fucking hell. I'm oh, sorry. That, that was recently, too, that you got yeah, on the I right. hate John Wayne train, right? John Wayne. That's funny. John Wayne, the uh, worst Genghis Khan ever. Uh, and then there's a, there's a few cameos in like the new the newest issue that's not 
out yet as she's uh, driving through the city of pandemonium. There's a scene where uh, there's a crowd lined up, like people are lined up to get into this arena essentially, um, which is where she's going to have a showdown, but she doesn't know it yet. And there's this guy standing there with like a, a khaki colored trench coat and a white shirt and a red tie and blonde hair smoking a cigarette. And uh, it's like, Oh, it's that guy. You know, John Constantine. <laughs> yeah. And like then there's that. like in the arena, there's a shot of like, you know, a, a, a green skinned dude with a fin on his head and, <laughs> and a red skinned dude with some horns that are on fire. And, you know, these guys look kind of familiar, they're but little, they're a little familiar. <laughs> to, yeah. To, to people that you may know from comic books. I nice. dig it. That's cool. Yeah. That's the fun of making your own, though, Absolutely. right? That you get to do that shit. I dig it, man. Now, I do want to do... But, uh, I think this is a good idea. First off... Ooh, are we um, going to play Hangman? We're not going to play Hangman, yeah. but we <laughs> are going to give some bad life advice. Uh-oh. It's time for some bad life advice. I figured first I want to give props to Al, because in the bad life advice, we have a uh, section in the Discord where we do that, where people can ask us bad life advice questions. He is a success story, (laughs) because he took our bad life advice on his date and has scored another date three or four. I think he said like three or four different dates, maybe. I don't know what's going on with that. Wow, nice. uh, I would like to say it was us, and I also told him uh, to make sure and remember that on the, I think the fourth date is when she gets to peg him. And, so uh, does that mean it was good life advice? No, it was still uh, really bad. I yeah. mean, it was pretty, but pretty it's been terrible. successful. <laughs> Sometimes. I don't know how it works out. Okay. Maybe he's. I think he's pretty charming. If he did right. anything that we right. did, I think that's it. Al puts in a lot of work. You know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's just yeah. just looking to get pegged. So you know, <laughs> now he is. What are you going to do? And so I figured that since we're going to all be together at the Jet uh, Grit City Comic Show, Jet City Comic Show and Grit City Comic Show are both two from the same entity, but on two separate days. So when you're up in the Seattle area, you can get to that. But Grit City oh, Comic I Show, were, I thought. They were the same thing. They are the same thing. Okay, but they're they're doing. I think they're doing one day for each oh. section, and that's how they did. I think they split them off. Interesting. Yeah. So, Grit City Comic Show, October twenty second. Uh, some people it might be their first Comic Con, <gasps> and so I figured that we should give some bad life advice on what to do. When you head to a Comic Con, oh, I think oh, yeah. I think yeah. one of the big ones would obviously be um, go hard on Friday, go very hard <laughs> the day before you're about to go to a convention. Yeah, if it's oh. now, this is a one day thing for us. Yeah, so I'm pretty stoked about that right. because again, yeah, like there's not the mistake of going hard. We're not going to be crippled the like, next week. Yeah, like Crypticon with with like <laughs> Scott and Brogan who decided to bookend with just. Thursday going hard, and then oh. Sunday going hard. I thought we were about talking about something else. <laughs> no, 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 no. But um, you just having, like, yeah, I think, yeah, partying. You got to, like, temper your partying. Or yep. you can just go as hard as you want. Yeah, and just it's Saturday, it, and you have Sunday off, so you can just go hard Saturday. And yeah, that's a good idea on I that. I just go hard. Go hard? Yeah, fuck uh, it. I know. Uh, bad life advice for a convention is wear uncomfortable shoes. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, what you should do is you should just wear your flip-flops the whole time. Uh, and as you're walking around whoop. for, you know, five, six, seven oh, hours, that'll God. probably, uh, you probably won't get any blisters or anything uh, along those lines. Dude, but can yes. you imagine how fucking sore your 
toes would be after a day. It just flip flops <laughs> all day. Gone flip flops, man. God, that would oh, hurt so oh, bad. Fuck. Find the most, like the cheapest pair you can find. Yeah, <laughs> like the ones that are just the hardest they're rubber. Just made fuckers it like too. acid rubber. Yeah, they touch your skin. They actually burn. Uh, uh, also, like, uh, I mean, this is I mean, like to be serious a little bit with the bad life advice, but like, don't harass people in costumes. Be very nice to them. Yeah. Like, ask for pictures, and then I guess the bad life advice would be just to keep harassing them. But right. like, always if, ask them who they are. Actually, that's a funny. Or one. no, like, tell them who they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's even like better. If you see, yeah, if you see, uh, like, yeah, basically tell them is like i love i love your wolverine costume and they're like uh, i'm, I'm the pikachu you motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> like oh that's even better like just like name everybody off of a pokemon like no matter what they are it's like i love your charmander i'm scarlet witch i love your scarlet charmander like just like going out there and just having yeah. some fun with that because it yeah. infuriates them. always harass the females too because god knows there's oh, enough geez. of them right <laughs> Things, yeah, so they all so they won't come back. I just it reminds me of uh, of mall rats, and it's just like you see like an artist. So you're like so 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 uh, the thing the all of it all of them is all of it rock hard. Like what happened? Like 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 make sure it be as uncomfortable as possible. Uh-huh. No, but I mean, like, even like with artists, uh, I know a lot of artists there uh, at Comic Cons will do sketches and stuff. Yeah. I've done, I have a, a sketchbook, and it's really kind of interesting because a lot of people aren't necessarily known for a certain thing. They'll be known for something, and I'll just be like, hey, I've got a book of uh, Stormtrooper helmets. Can you draw a Stormtrooper helmet? And they're like, uh,. Okay. Nice. And it's like I've got a couple of those which are pretty cool, but it's that like kind of cool. That's a great idea. I like that. Yeah, it's uh, I've got well, I've got a couple of them. I got one, a couple from some uh, uh, um, uh, like Magic the Gathering artists. Nice. And it, the best part was one guy who was like, "Well, you normally do landscapes." I'm like, "Well, can you do a landscape <laughs> with a helmet on it?" He's nice. like, "Yeah, yeah, sure, that's no yeah, problem." I like, can totally see people telling you to fuck right off too. Right. <laughs> I know, but that's the thing. I I fully expect yeah. it every time. But they're like, also can like, "Can you draw me a stormtrooper helmet?" He's like you realize that I'm the penciler for Donald Duck, right? Like, yeah, can you do Donald like, Duck in a stormtrooper helmet? Right, They're like, totally. okay, oh, okay. Yeah, like, okay. I, I, guess I, I want to incorporate with their own style with that. Like, yeah. one of them is like a Cthulhu, like, like but he's, uh, basically all the tentacles are coming out of it. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, so and one was just literally like it was, um, uh, it was like Pia Guerrera who did the art for Why the Last Man, uh, and she just did a straight like just a normal like stormtrooper, but it's so cool and so nice. cool. And it was just like I saw her at uh, Lila. City Comic Con before it was Lilac. I think it was still Spokane okay. or Spokane Comic Con or whichever what it was at that point in time. So, like, I just be respectful, but most of the time they're super cool when you go along with all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, that's cool that they're willing to play along right? yeah. and make fun. And I'm, fun I'm like it. more than okay with them being like, eh, fuck off, kid. Because right. that's what yeah. I would do. Yeah. 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 That's the thing is just like, Sometimes don't be a dick a... if someone right. says no, right? right. Like, right. You're, uh, you're well within your rights to ask someone, hey, will you sketch something sure. for me? But if they're like, nah, I don't have time, don't push. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. My favorite one that I got was uh, on the when it was in Florida, and I can't remember which Comic Con 
I do remember, I can't remember the name, Megacon. It was one of the first Comic-Cons I went to. And it was the guy who wrote Gun Witch, and he has a real painty style of artwork. Very badass. Maybe he did some Rob Zombie covers and stuff Ooh, like nice. that. So this dude, his name's Dan something, I think, maybe. But he was just taking off. Like, he just got this big uh, contract deal with somebody. And so the whole con was basically about him. But I got him, like, the the year before and and so they gave out uh, their programs for like uh blank comic book covers nice. yeah so you walk yeah. around yeah somebody do it so i picked him i said uh, would you just uh maybe uh, could you sign this i said i didn't said a sketch he goes well you want me to sketch something i go yeah i was gonna i said how much he goes well for a quick one just a real quick one i go I, he goes yeah and he said well that's super cool nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had it framed yeah it was of gun witch he's a big scarecrow looking motherfucker that's, oh, that's, and that's super cool like and that's another thing too like um, like a lot of the times they're there to make, I mean, most of the time they're there to make a little bit of money. Sure. So don't expect it. But I mean, just the right. fact that he was super cool with that. Yeah. Like you might be able to catch him on a good day. Yeah, like don't expect yeah. it, but no, appreciate yeah. him when they get that. And right. if, if they do something cool and you really like it, give them a tip. Like yeah. it's like yeah. one of those things where these guys are going to the comic show to sell their wares. Right. So Obviously, you know, you're not going to be able to go. And it's interesting with these because this is a smaller convention. Yeah. It's not like the huge ones where you're paying 60 to 100 to 300 right. to $1,000 to meet people. Um, this is they want it to be the old traditional comic book show sort of thing. Right, totally. It really focuses on the comic artists, the independent artists, but also people who are who have or still are in the big named comics uh, series and all the companies and stuff like that. So you, it's being able to get into that vibe. So right. and some that's of, the fun part about it. Favorite experiences at cons are talking to artists or writers or creators just about our stuff uh fandoms like that that we love and what we like the things that got us into comics which comics we've appreciated what we liked about them etc sometimes i'll have people stop by my booths and and we'll actually get into some in-depth conversation about comics and the history of stuff and sometimes people have been surprised or like wow you really know like about you know i'm like i'm i'm a fan of comic books i love <laughs> comic books as a medium mm -hmm. and then some of my favorite experiences as a fan are going around and uh during like the closing hours of the campaign or of the of the comic con like so say this comic con that we're going to the grit city comic show it's over at five mm -hmm. so from like four on things might die down a little bit yeah and artists might have more time to like in indulge you in conversation and that was my favorite time at the cons that i was going to back in the late 90s as as an attendee to like get critique on my art or to have oh, conversations. Yeah. And I had the pencils from the original Hellbound Slant 6, number one. Uh, and I was showing them to Mike Allred, asking for advice. And Mike Allred inked a panel oh, of, of one of my comics. That's so cool. And like, I still have it. I'm like, Mike fucking Allred inked this <laughs> panel. And it was basically he was showing me how to ink hair. He was showing me uh, an inking technique. But that's it was a, awesome. And that's amazing life yeah. advice right there, though. Yeah. Just like right. sticking around towards the end of it because Absolutely. it might be a little bit slower. Uh, I remember doing that at conventions just mm -hmm. so I could score the deals because people really wouldn't necessarily totally. want to pack everything up. That's so it. I remember getting like Ninja Turtle stuffed, uh, stuffed dolls and stuff like that. For, like, Ninja Turtle stuff. Oh, yeah. Dolls. I remember getting like this, like the four pack is like, I'll buy the four of them for 20 bucks. And the right. guy's like, 
fine. That's I'm when like, you yeah. get to the point where like these guys are like, I don't want to take this shit home with yeah. me. So make me an offer. That's how I got that Wolverine cardboard uh, stand up. That's like four feet tall. This guy's like, he's like, I don't want to take this home with me. He's like, you know, 20 bucks. It's yours. I'm like sold. Mm-hmm. And then I grabbed it and dragged it over to Art Adams and said, please sign this. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, he's like, hell yeah, I'll sign this thing. That's so oh, tight. <laughs> also, we're going to be there till five because that's when the end of the show is. But we have an official Grit City podcast after party. Of course we do. Yes, we do. (laughs) Right around the corner from us is the Camp Bar. We've been there before. They're an amazing bar that is a uh, kind of a, a, a camp site nope. uh campgrounds sort of vibe and that feel. sounds cool as shit you can have get you never s'mores been there? i've never been you there. can get oh. s'mores they do them on little lanterns and stuff okay. like that so you can actually cook s'mores at your table <laughs> it is really it's cool really man. tight it's kind of cool S'more, yeah. s'mores uh i don't want to make you guys hate me but s'mores are overrated yeah well, mm, well yeah, i mean you can add a lot of things and do a lot of accoutrement I mean, just like the amount of work good. that goes into a s'more I'm not going to disagree, but But when they bring it to your table with the little, someone else wants to bring me a s'more. I'm cool with it. Well, they just bring it to get the little fire going. You just like burn your marshmallow and mush it together. You're good to go. It's a little less messy than the, like the fire and you don't end up smelling (laughs) like campfire afterwards. So that's kind of the bonus on that. Um, but they're amazing. They were super cool with us with the boot to boot many years ago. Sweet. And, uh, so yeah, they're down with, uh, having us there. So if you want to hang out with us afterwards, we'll be there. They're probably around six or so until whenever, but it will be our after party. We're hanging out. We got approval. Fuck so, yeah. uh, Fuck yeah. no specials or anything. I don't think, but, uh, just come and hang out and, uh, come see us. And we're going to try and see yeah. if we can maybe, uh, recruit other people from the convention. Hell no, yeah. No promises, but, uh, maybe, uh, maybe we'll be outgoing and maybe we'll make some friends and maybe we won't offend everybody. Yeah. And, we're gonna, uh, I think we're gonna I'm going to see if I can out. get like Jim Lee or Todd McFarland to come hang yeah. out. Oh, That'd Jesus. Cool. Don't they, they, the won't be there, they won't be there at the con, so but it's, just be it's, the, it's they, quite a reach. To, <laughs> they may be at the camp bar. They may be in the city. They I might don't know. Be in I the don't state. know that they're not going to be at the <laughs> camp bar. <laughs> so we'll see how all that works out. I mean, but yeah, like I'm really excited for this. I was glad. I'm glad you were able to come up here and hang out. I yeah, thank see, you for having me. I want to oh, see all your swag. Uh, especially like I like people need to see it. We posted the pictures on our Patreon, but we'll post some other pictures as we're going along, but just like, seriously come out. It's a fun day. It's supporting, uh, uh comic book artists, writers, podcasters. Uh, I know that Brogan's old store wizard keep wizards, keep games is going to be right next door to us. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, I mean, he's not going to fight. There's not going to, it's all good terms. I think they're on good okay. terms. I think they're cool. I think, I'm fight. pretty sure they're cool. We <laughs> should wear all of our cosmic. So it's not like if like Russell fighting. Wilson showed up. <laughs> oh no, no, no. I don't, I don't think actually it would be kind of funny if we just sat there and booed them the whole time. Wizards keep games is still a great place to go to. <laughs> you get all your gaming and all your like magic and I know D&D and I think maybe they do Warhammer now but go check out wizardskeepgames.com because they are still amazing it's just not broken affiliated anymore I'm glad there's no bad blood there no, no I, I don't think so I guess we could find out we could get some gossip if there oh, is bad blood yeah <laughs> we'll sit there we'll going. sit Fight. there and I'll just be like how I'm gonna get the recorder because we are bringing recorders I'm gonna be like so how much do you hate Brogan like, yes, I, like, like do you want to talk shit to Brogan this is gonna be the Brogan 
Rogan bullshit, you know, shit talking line right here. Every Direct time they line. make a sale, we should be like, boo, wizards keep gaming, boo. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, go to the Grit City comic show. Go to Kickstarter and back Hellbound Slant 6. Go to KenzoFKC.com where you can get all the information. Follow him on social media because, well, shit, you're doing Inktober right now. You've got a lot of art that you're putting out there. And I think it's super cool to uh, be able to uh, share that with people. Thank you. And I, I'm delighted uh, for the opportunity to come here and, and talk about this stuff and for the promotion. But I was going to say also for the Grit City Comic Show, people should go because there's going to be a lot of local independent artists. Fair. And, Good call. Yeah. You know, there's there's a there's a fucking mouse. Uh, in Anaheim who doesn't need your money but there are a lot of local independent artists that live in this area that make art and sell you know comics and their own work and they do need your support and they do mm -hmm. need your money because yeah so support local independent artists and the grit city comic show is a great place to do that and just like with what you're doing i mean you've got you've got your normal life and this is the the kind of the the release like all of the different things yeah. that you've been doing that way for you to get your creativity out there whether it be doing your comic book like right now or making movies or making shows or just creating stuff that's i mean that's what you do as a Passion. And that's what a lot of these guys are yeah. doing. And a lot of them are trying to make it or some of them have made it and they're just continuing to do it. But having being that independent, it's like supporting them. Also, it's like, oh, it's a good like it makes you feel good as a creator to have someone appreciate something that you've made. Absolutely. hundred percent. If you buy a five dollar comic from an independent artist at a con, it means so much more to them than when you buy a $5 comic from fucking Marvel. Mm -hmm. And that's nothing against Marvel comics. Cause I love Marvel comics. I've been reading them since I was a kid. Absolutely. But an independent artist, they need that so much more. And it's something like if you've got a local comic book show or a store, something like destiny city comics with Ethan HD up here, yep. uh, go there. They're local, they're independent, but like, and they've got all of the big titles, the big companies too, but they run independent stuff. And some of that is all, is a lot cooler. I'll just say it is yeah, a lot cooler a. than it's the stuff that you're never going to be able to see a lot on the big stuff. Cause they're like, Oh, that won't work. And they're like, no, I'm pretty sure it's going to work. And I think this is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. He makes space for the independent comics and Sweet. pro women, pro, uh, uh, Bro, pro everything. Everything, yeah, everything. yeah, yeah. Like he does very, a lot. He's got his positive. special section. So yeah. if you're looking for something, if you're looking for something to uplift little girls, I know that he saw yeah. like he had the section for that. So nice. there's a couple of the books that I want to pick up for my nieces, even. Yeah. Like intend to say, hey, these are some of the cool stuff that's good for you, uh, as opposed to maybe something that would you know you right. may not be able to identify with as much. Like, and and generally speaking, if you want to see raw original shit, it doesn't have a fucking DC or a Marvel logo on it, right? Yeah. And it, 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 he owns the shop, so what he says goes. So he's not really bully. I mean, he's right. and he's he, Ethan HD. You know, no yeah. one's going to bully him around. He's a right? pro, he's a right. pro independent yeah, wrestler. Right. So, he's gonna, yes. so he calls the shot. So he's going to get it for and he, you. He mails out too. So yep. if you're not in Tacoma or the South Sound area and you can't make it to the shop, you can send him an email. Go check out his stuff because he'll ship it off. He's on TikTok now. You can see all the cool stuff he does there. His his wife beats the crap out of him. With wrestling moves, they, they they stage it. Don't worry, guys. I'm just kidding. But no, they're both they both do the wrestling stuff. So it's a lot of fun on that aspect too. Like they're really cool all around people and support local stuff. 
It's Ethan HD, all capitals, by the all way. Caps. All caps. All caps. Thank you. And thank you guys for listening to us. We are the Grit City Podcast. You can find us at gritcitypodcast.com, where you can find links, like I said at the beginning, to our Patreon, to our Discord, to old episodes, to all sorts of weird stuff on that page. There's a lot of links up on the top. I know that for damn sure. Yeah, we have all kinds of stuff. If you want to suggest us some guests, some cool people in the South Sound area or even beyond. We don't uh, really discriminate. We're going to, I think we're going to branch out in the future. I think we're going to figure something out along those lines. I like but that. You can go to info at gritcitypodcast.com or email us, I guess, on that aspect. Or just hit up us up on all of our socials because uh, our DMs are open and we're able to talk to all y'all and uh, you can send dirty pictures to Scott. Uh, Scott at oh, gritcitypodcast.com. Please don't. Yep. Please don't. Yeah, <laughs> you can do that as much as you want. I'm going to keep on doing I that. Know, Scott was bit. usually the one sending the dirty pictures uh, yeah right. yeah this is this is how we're curing him from that uh, we're giving him a, a an influx of uh of uh yeah he told me pet pictures he used to say pet pictures and then now i, I put up a filter so they all just get sent it to jeff <laughs> <laughs> so we're working around all that nice. but hit us all up go to gridcitypodcast.com until next time guys stay gritty you've been listening to the grid city podcast check them out at gridcitypodcast.com yeah.